Hey, study buddies, Omar here. Now, in a few seconds, we're gonna get to our session, which is great. We have an amazing guest, and it's probably one of my favorite extracurricular activities. But before we do that, I wanted to give you a little warning. Because this episode deals with drinking on a college campus, we do bring up the term date rape. We don't really dive into the subject matter, but it is mentioned once or twice, and I wanted to let you know that. Sexual violence, especially in the context of alcohol consumption, is something that's very concerning to everyone discussing the episode. It's something that affects everyone discussing the episode, so it does come up. It was just a natural part of that conversation. If that's not something you're interested in listening to right now, feel free to skip this session. Feel free to come back to it. We completely understand, but I just wanted to let you know. Other than that, it's a very, very fun session, and I hope you enjoy it. All right, cue the music. Hello and welcome to Sydney Dale Study Group, the podcast for attorney Scoobies and Buffy Newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And we've got our very special guest today, Stephen Ray Morris. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Of course, yes. yeah. You it's were, been, uh, what was that? That was season, season three? One. No, been season one. Two years. Were you, well, that's yeah. season one? Yeah, it was season one. This wow. was like Culver City days. Wow, these were back in the Culver City days. Wait, you yeah. still live in Culver City? Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't on Stephen's episode. That was one of the only episodes that's I wasn't right. on. Yeah. Because See, I was in New Hampshire for that's like right. a wedding so or something. So this is the first time you've been on the podcast with Stephen Ray Morris. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that I was able to, like, word, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Nice. Life finds a way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'll be a lot. Oh my god, that was great. Super um, <laughs> Morris, in case you didn't know, is a podcast extraordinaire. Okay. What are just a, a what's a short list of some of the projects you're working on right now? Oh my gosh, what can I say? Let's yeah, let's uh, quick lightning ones. round, lightning yeah. round. The Percast, My Favorite Murder, You Booze, You News, The Worst Ever, uh, Popular Music, The Podcast. Um, somebody's gonna get mad if I forget their podcast. The Secret Masters. Uh, is that a podcast? Somebody's gonna get mad if I forget their podcast. That is a podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> really? no, 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 that should be a podcast you do where you have people come on and tell you about their podcast. Well, yeah. I had an idea for a show. <laughs> I had an idea for a show where it was. It, I feel like it's very LA, but it would be uh, a podcast where you invite people to come on to talk about the podcast that they've never done. Oh. Like that they had an idea to do a podcast and then just never followed through with it. Oh. Like our, uh, what was it, uh, Charmed, I'm sure, Charmed podcast? Oh, did we have... That was a, that's a did deep we have, cut pitch. We had a Charmed podcast? That we discussed. Great. No, we, we we pitched it to each other on Sunday Little Study Group <laughs> called Charmed, I'm sure. Um, if this episode Charmed, sounds sure. differently, uh, or sounds different to you at all, that's because we're not recording in the library we have made it out to the UC Sunnydale bar. And mm-hmm. I bet you're thinking, I didn't know that there was a bar. There wasn't until this episode, and there <laughs> won't be again. Um, <laughs> as well as a cave painting cafe, which we'll go into. The reason that we're here is because we are covering the episode Beer Bad, which I believe is episode five of yeah. season four, yep. right after Fear Itself. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's ring that last call. No, that's not the last call bell. Let's ring first the call. first call bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for this very special podcast. Now, we're not, uh, I noticed you said you booze, you lose. Is that like a drunken news podcast? You booze, you, booze, you news. Exactly. Oh, you yeah. booze, you news. Yeah, my friends uh, Georgia Brooks and Blake Wexler, we just, they just get drunk every week and talk about the news, and I record them, and they get me drunk while I'm recording, so it's great. That sounds fantastic. Now, we've done a handful of Sunnydale Study Group episodes under... Ye old influence. However, ye old influence is old language for mimosas, specifically. <laughs> yeah, they were around in the medieval times, right? Yep, yep. yep. That's yes. how you preserved your fruits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With champagne. Like, sir, I bite my thumb at you and encourage you to come and join me in a I nice brioche. Enjoy a mango mimosa. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, but tonight we're going to, because of the theme. Yep. And in fact, to be specific, it's going to be Allagash Curio, which mm-hmm. is an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels that had uh, dwarves soaking in them <laughs> on their escape from Goblin Town. We used those actual barrels? Oh my god. Yeah, we did. Because we they did. were racking up. I mean, from Mirkwood. From Mirkwood, yeah. not from It was Mirkwood. Yeah, yeah, I was like, as I was saying, like, yeah, this is the, the, of the goblins. It's like, no, 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 the dwarves. It was the, yeah, yeah. the elves. Go- Goblin-aged barrels. <laughs> so while Chris opens that up, uh, just to let you know, perhaps there's a chance that you were staring at your television wondering how all the little people got into it. Or maybe you spent too much time, oh. uh, too much time trying to... 
put the moves on Willow and it's never going to work, Parker, because you're an idiot. So <laughs> if those scenarios happen to you, don't worry, because Chris is going to give you three... Uh, no, Chris is going to summarize the entire episode mm-hmm. in five foamy sentences. I was like, what am I going to use to describe these sentences? And then I remember the end of the episode. So here it is, Chris, over the sounds of the beer pouring. Thank you, Chris. And then once you're done, we'll clink. Great. To uh, celebrate mm-hmm. the end of the cram session. The cram session. Still, sor- still sorrowful from her one-night stand with Parker, Buffy is having daydreams about saving and murdering him, and to reconcile with those feelings, she decides to drown her sorrows as many emerging adults learn to through the power of alcohol. One. Lucky for Buffy, Xander is taking up a job to be the barman at the local Sunnydale bar that will only be here and never again, and in the course of that is being mistreated by a group of mean intellectual college men who are buying tons of beer and trying to rally and gather women to their cause and in the process see a sad Buffy and propose to her that she come and get drunk with them and allow her to be covered in them. Yeah. Did I say that? Two. Two. Okay, great. As the drinking goes on, uh, Buffy and the men slowly devolve into cave people and escape from the bar, where Buffy goes back to her apartment and draws cave paintings, implying that she wants to murder Parker, while the men run through Sunnydale, getting hit by cars and eventually capturing women and bringing them to a coffee place, that's not the bronze, where Willow has tracked down Parker to give him a piece of her mind, insisting that he is a womanizing deceiver who is using his sensitivity in a less than noble manner to gain uh, bedfellows. Three. Oz is feeling an attraction to another band friend named Veruca, and Willow and Oz are not super seeming that cool with each other. Dedicated the fourth sentence to the sea story. All mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you can burn it out on that. Yeah, I guess yeah. you can. Yeah, the rest is pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. Yeah, now bring it on home. <laughs> The cavemen set fire to the coffee shop. Buffy, while still a cave lady, has her slayer instincts and comes in and helps save the day, including the life of Parker, who comes up and apologizes to cave Buffy at the end, and then the uh, cavemen are trapped in a van, but Buffy does not forgive Parker. She merely whacks him over the head with a giant stick. Five. Oh, that was beautiful. Cheers. 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 Beer good. Beer good. Beer bad. Beer foamy. <laughs> Specifically. We all learn our lesson. Yeah. All right. Great. So good this job. episode yeah, yeah. is an interesting episode. Often referenced as one of the worst episodes of the show. I disagree. But on list. No, I don't, I don't disagree that it's listed as one of the worst episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that it is that. That's pretty hard to deny. You yeah. can't, BuzzFeed can't be argued with. <laughs> yeah. Right. The BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed is reality. I mean, I guess if you're listing every episode of Buffy, it definitely falls in the back end. But it's a, it's a fun episode. So we were talking. Let's just hey, let's hit the spotlight of this episode because yeah. people often talk about this is a weird Buffy episode. Guess what? It's not a Buffy episode. It's a Xander episode. Ooh. Yeah. A, this to me is the follow up to the Zeppo because we're the huge. I think everything that's happening is inspired by the fact that Xander isn't in college and wants to mm-hmm. fit in. Mm-hmm. And so he becomes the bartender, right? Yeah. He gets harassed by those guys. So the yeah. villain, uh, or like the victim, like the bat, the small bat of the episode is directly involved with Xander. Yep. The big bat of the episode, what's his name? John? Is that his name? The, the bark, the Jack. Bar- Jack. It's Jack. Jack. Jack, Jack yeah. the barman who was picked on by smart men and yeah. is now. For 20 years. <laughs> Next year, his experience behind the bar can drink legally. Mm-hmm. Jack, question. Went to Sunnydale High School or not? Mm. Why would he come to Sunnydale? Although... I think he was a Sunnydale High... I had... I So I'm from a college town. Okay. Durham, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. 
And many of the kids I went to high school with just straight up went to the college afterwards. And many of the people who grew up in the town still live at the town. And someone whose name I won't say, just in, not that he's a person I'm not friendly with, but he's... Sir I Ian just McKellen. mention it. Yeah. Sir Ian McKellen, who I went to high school with, <laughs> now also is the barman at the local college bar. So when I watched this episode, I'm like, I bet that guy went to Sunnydale High, never left, sort of Xander. Like Zan- oh, he's Xander. Like, yeah, he's oh, Xander. He's, he's wow. like the, what Xander could be. Yeah, wow. exactly. This is like Vanilla Sky. Right. Just is sort it? of taking revenge on these privileged college kids by right. turning them into cave folk. <laughs> So, uh, Stephen R. Morris and I both went to UCSB. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, which is modeled after... Yeah, it was, or, I mean, <laughs> I think Sunnydale was modeled yeah, after modeled Santa after, Barbara. <laughs> yeah, Santa Barbara was like, oh my god, this is a great show called Buffy, <laughs> and we're going to model ourselves after. We should have a fire that burns down most of town and rebuild it with red roofs. <laughs> yeah. Like the B-roll footage of Buffy yeah, the Vampire Slayer. Uh, but I mean, the, the, the actual filming was all UCLA. Yeah, so the actual campus is UCLA that you see that they're shooting a lot of the exterior stuff. Mm. Um, but do you like? Let's say let's say that UC Sunnydale is UCSB. Can, do you imagine there being? There wasn't really a bar on campus, right? Well, so that's the thing that was interesting to me about this episode. And again, is you know, I'm I'm this I actually in my Buffy watching. I'm not up to this episode yet. I'm still in season three. So this mm. whole like Good college times. thing. Is very new for me, but um, the Obama years of Buffy. Obama. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, that's that's not really a thing. I think. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Okay. But um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's interesting because in America there isn't really bars on campus because of the mm-hmm. drinking age. Whereas, like, because um, I went to school in the UK for a while, and you could have a bar on campus. So if anything, that real this episode really really reminded me of that experience more than anything where you could go you know on campus and stuff i mean if this was actually ucsb uh xander would be like pouring red cups at he would be like a freshman pledge at a uh, at a dp party or something like yeah. that yeah you know? like i mean they i mean it, it's funny that the that you you're saying that the, this bar never shows up again yeah but it's like they just needed a way to get xander to be there, present, the story. present. Mm-hmm. and yeah. so I mean, without spoiling, maybe you can tell me afterwards. But like, I'm just so curious if Xander isn't a college student, how they get him involved with the rest of the characters again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if he's not uh, like in my head after watching this episode, I was like, so he's going to be a bartender the rest of the season. Like, yeah, I don't want to go too far right. ahead, but like, because they don't, without, even, yeah, like, without diving in too deeply or giving away any spoilers, it's already begun to be set up. But the grand storyline of Xander this year is. What happens when the your place in the group that you've always been a part of changes? Yeah. And when the group changes itself, and how do your relationships and your roles change? Mm-hmm. And that Xander, who's always someone who's been trying to find what's special about him, he continues to do that, and it becomes even harder when they all go to college, and he does not. Yeah. So and that's what season four is about. And season Xander. four is the, is the start of the season is them in college. College years, Got yeah. It. It's the... Yeah. So they all they're all at college and the um it's a Xander episode but it's not fully. I almost think the episode would be better if it was a full Xander episode cuz he's not the A story. We get a lot of Buffy stuff. It's Buff- Buffy is the lead thing of it. Yeah. If it if that opening scene, I think they even could have made it about that more where it's like we already have kind of sulked in Parker and Fear itself began with her carving a pumpkin and that's like the parker beat right i think they could have put parker to bed on that and then just open beer bad with xander alone in his parents basement feeling like an idiot yeah Um, no because they they there's a lot of the yeah like the main the driving force of the story is xander's plot but the psyche of the story is buffy mm -hmm. and it was surprising to me that they just have the villain kind of be this one scene thing. Yeah. And that Parker's Parker's actual involvement in the main story is actually very little. And the way that they tie it mm. all together is very like happenstance, but it works out perfectly for Buffy to have that complete journey in this episode. Mm-hmm. But in terms of actual, like, like, you know, I just, I just thought that Parker was going to become like the main villain in this episode or something. Like he mm. had something to do with, you know, when they show that scene right. early on with oh, the with lab the and everything, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. thought that like he it was, was gonna pan over and like yeah. Parker's there just doing his stuff. Yeah. I well, love we talked about this while watching the episode. 
I love old chemistry, or not hmm. old, but just chemistry sets, because it's always like everything has to have a flame under it. That's yeah. an aspect of it. Mm. Different colors, like you're saying. Yeah, they've and then each <laughs> bobble has to have like a different color because chemicals each have their own color. I don't know if you've seen the periodic table. Yeah, but every they do. Yeah, yeah, tons. But, yeah. I'm surprised so they didn't have like a glass, like a twisty tie, like like a, going, silly, a crazy whoop. straw. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like the like the like the set designer was like, that's too far. That's too cartoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't do that. We can't have the crazy straw looking tube. Oh, uh, no, that's... I mean, I think Jack gets what he can get. If a man who runs a bar at a college town's main goal, like, he makes a very concerted effort to yeah. do this beer magic. Black Frost was the name? Black yep. Frost. Yep. Has when somebody we, made that? Uh, we named a beer that at one of our Sunnydale study group parties yeah, at Idle Hour, awesome. but I don't know if an official Black Frost has been made. But there should be. Yeah. I, uh, his brother-in-law's a warlock. This is Jax, right? (laughs) And I like how he just casually dumps that out to Xander. Yeah. That's unusual in Buffy. Because it's like, the magical stuff, usually there's kind of subsets of people who kind of let, oh, you know about magic? Me too. Okay, See, but that's a bar thing, though, right? Like, bars are where, like, weird exists. Yeah, that's That's why bars crank, like, Rihanna, so that everyone just hears Rihanna and doesn't hear, like, everyone else's, like, weird stuff. Where it's like, yeah, I'd get a face transplant if it was a different animal. And you're like, what the hell is happening in that conversation? Like, that's what happens at bars. (laughs) And I think that Jack was just like, yeah, of course. Did you know that he was named after a monkey? They named the monkey Jack. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean 5, coming to theaters. I can wait. I'm seeing it. Give me Jack Sparrow. Have you seen Jack Sparrow? (laughs) His name is Jack Sparrow. Uh, Kira Knightley coming back? That's a different conversation. I actually... Spoiler! Just kidding. Is it in the trailer? No, I know. It's in the trailer. (laughs) Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. I will watch it for Kira. I... For Kira. I just want... For Kira. She's a pirate. Kira. How many devices? How many receptacles did we just clink? That sounded like more than three people. And, and people are really worried right now. Um, yeah, and if you're it. underage, don't drink. Because it's illegal. Yeah, this also... This Let's epi- address that in the episode really quick. Well, well, this episode was like a weird... Is It was almost like... A, I almost feel like Joss Whedon was like... And in, in the in, what was the writer's name of the episode? Tracy Forbes. Tracy yeah. Forbes. Like I almost think this was their sort of semi-satire on dare kind of stuff from the yeah, 90s. Yeah. Just being like, beer, bad, like... Mm-hmm. And then even on the nose at the very end where Xander's like, what did we learn? You know, like... I kinda, yeah. I kinda, yeah. I kinda, beer is foamy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of appreciated that kind of on-the-nose comment at the end because then I feel like it... Like, it it tied it all together and felt like mm. it was very... Um, yeah, just kind of like a satire of... That's of true because it's totally. not... It's not a serious episode, and I like that Buffy, a, a show that deals with incredibly serious issues when it comes to well, the aspect of substance abuse and male chauvinism on college campuses, they do it in a comedic, well, satiric yeah, I, I almost thought this was going to be like a date rape episode or something yeah, because no. of like the beginning, and then it kind of turns on itself with the cavemen like, plot kind of thing, so... Um, yeah, it was interesting how, yeah, it like turned, yeah, it went from being like, I was like, oh no, like is, I mean, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, what, I, because I'd never seen this episode before, I was like, oh my God, is Buffy going to get date raped? Like in this, like, like, is that why this is considered the worst episode? Because you guys prefaced that to me beforehand. Yeah. Like, some people yeah, consider yeah. this the worst episode and I was like, oh no, like this is going to be awful. And then it totally just, it like, it like, it speeds towards that idea and then makes a sharp right. It makes a sharp turn. Let's towards talk the about the gentleman. The, that Not of the gentleman. The misogynist intelligentsia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the MI. Um, <laughs> so first of all, socioeconomic, they must've just learned that in their global studies class. Because he's dropping that over and over. And he's like, let's evaluate your socioeconomic. First, it's just income, pal. Like, it's not... (laughs) He's dropping that way too much for my comfort zone. Mm. Uh, To the point where I'm like, I don't even know if he knows what that word means. He's using it so much. Well, I just like the... The Vicini thing from Princess Bride. You keep on using that word. (laughs) I think it means what you think it means. Yeah, it's definitely like classic freshman... 
Oh, like, they're showing off student, so hard. Just trying to be like, ooh, look at these big words I know. And Thomas like, Aquinas? There will be Aquinas. no Thomas. Okay, yeah, yeah, Aquinas. there will be no Thomas Aquinas at this table. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, that's like You're a, the one who like invited a, him. He, yeah, he's like a... Like a like a Jesus guy, Thomas Aquinas, isn't he? He is, uh, yes, <laughs> yep. No, you're right. That's actually the academic <laughs> label. Like when you're going through the Dewey Decimal <laughs> System at a library, you're just like, can I check out a book by the Jesus guy? And they're just like, oh, you mean oh, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> just the Bible. Mm. I, but I, you know, the, the getting under the influence and having highfalutin discussions about topics is a massive college trait it is and this was the episode it's weird yeah. to, i watched this episode uh originally before college and then i watched it again in college oh mm-hmm. really oh my god and then i watched it again after college and then i watched it again <laughs> when we were getting ready for this episode and it was so funny to me because this is the first time that i resonated with jack because oh, up no. until then i was like but that's what we do we get together we drink we talk about the world we break it down into social columns <laughs> Yeah. Culture theory, guys. <laughs> Imagine communities. And in this, this is... moment, we were infinite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is the first time that it's just like, I was just like Jack, where he's like, they talk about their philosophy, it doesn't do anything. I was like, yeah, it kind of doesn't. <laughs> and, and so, uh, yeah, it's the first time that I completely understood uh, Jack's motivation. What yeah. kind of drunk are you guys, like when you imbibe a lot of alcohol? Ooh. I'm... There's one or two. What's the what's yeah, the my two what's the Jekyll and what's the Hyde? Ooh, the the high, Jekyll's the good one. Well, it's arguable. But <laughs> yeah. The good the Jekyll is happy, happy. I love you. You know that thing that. Let me say something very important about what I think about yeah, our oh, friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the like cathartic. Like pathos, like let's just get straight to the point. Here's yeah. how I feel mm-hmm. about this. Yeah, like I'm not afraid to tell you this right now, but you are just a perfect thing, and here's why. <laughs> um, and then the hide is just sort of uncomfortable, and oh no, what am I doing? Self-loathing, or also just like I wish I hadn't done this, and now I just need to sleep. Ah, uh, <laughs> so you go like like you're either like emotional like a uh, you're collapsing into yourself buffy hugging the tv right yeah. buffy hugging the tv <laughs> Ooh, I'm what a, about you guys i'm a definitely i think just a very like especially when i'm really drunk i, I would say I'm, i feel i feel very warm like very i'm gonna like you know i'm just very like I want to hug everybody mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. um definitely yeah. very like warm and happy um I don't feel like I ever get really introspective when I'm drunk. I just get like very hungry. Yeah, that's like the the hide. Yeah, it's just the like the everyone go away. I just want to eat like that like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Like I just want to be alone and eat. And then it's then the good side is the like, oh, I love you and everything. But it's not quite the same as like the kind of cutting to the the soul searching side of the thing or the yeah. like tell people how you really feel. It's more of just like this is all like good, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Omar? Good. I make weird plans. <laughs> so it's like I a make... cocaine drunk. Yeah, yeah, it's a cocaine drunk after my cocaine wine that I yeah. <laughs> I drink. Where it'll be like, every Saturday, it's like, oh man, Tim, it's so good to see you. You know, dude, why don't we, why don't we wake up every Saturday at 6am, go for a run, and then watch a movie that features a really good run. You know what I'm talking about? Like Running Man, you know? Like... <laughs> Let's watch Running Man, like, every Saturday. Like, I think we'll really unlock something there, man. Yeah, the chariot's on fire. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Like, up, yeah. But it's, like, sped up at, like, 500%. Like, Run, Fat Boy, Run. Like, we should just do a triple feature. Run, Fat Boy, Run. Run, Fat Boy, Run. Followed up with Run, Fat Boy, Run, you know? You're very like, productive drunk. I would... That's a term that one could maybe apply to that. And then the hide would be, like... Topher broken at the end of Dollhouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> sleeping amongst computer servers, just Pouring like, yeah. Or like, straight up Cabin in the Woods, like Puppet Masters. I get like very Puppet Mastery about stuff where I'm just like, don't you get YouTube's just a Google platform? It's a Google platform. Don't you get it? It can go away. They have the entire audience. Like, don't you just go, just, ah. Yeah. Get onto Alpha. 
dot something or other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. That's that's a that's a thing. But I don't get. I feel like these guys, even before they're drinking, are jerk drugs. Oh yeah. Even they're without the caveman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're just entitled bastards. Because he's calling Xander poor. Yeah. And he's saying he's the future. The future of what? Well, I was saying that Exxon's like, apology letter. They're just like Silicon Valley. <laughs> Like, I feel like these characters could exist on the, the HBO show, Silicon Valley. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? so true. They'd be like a C-team in, like, one episode, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're the new startup gang or whatever. And they're like, no, nah, you're not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, something I don't like is when people make class arguments mm-hmm. or talk. I feel like that... The idea of, and I often encounter it at bars, but people will specifically mention the amount of money they make, which I always hate. Yeah. And I don't use that word a lot, or I don't feel that feeling much. But if I'm in a conversation with someone and they're kind of being like hoity-toity and being like, blah, 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 um, this much thousands of dollars and blah, blah, I'm like, ugh, yuck. Yeah. This person is kind of evil seeming i if you quote <laughs> hamilton you're not ever allowed again to talk about how much you make yeah. as a register of your wealth as a person <laughs> you know like, like, like the play or the or the man himself i mean both really yeah, yeah. but like if someone's like i'm a huge hamilton fan i flew out to broadway because i'm a broadway guy i'm like you know who brought himself up from getting off a ship let me tell you a little story <laughs> does the best <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and we're just gonna splice in Hamilton mm-hmm. the whole the whole show. Exactly, we and could we're very back. easily. Yeah, we we're on a Hamilton now it's time break. For the mix we're on a Hamilton break. Trumbull. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that is very. <laughs> I think that's very. Uh, it's very short sighted. And to be quite honest, I think it's very un American too. The idea that you equate mm-hmm. wealth with personal value and like achievement. Whereas, like, that's like other countries have, like, caste systems and class and stuff like that in that way. Mm-hmm. In the U.S., the whole idea is, like, anyone can make it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hassan just did the speech, man. Like, oh, anyone awesome. can do anything. Yeah. Um, anything is possible. That's something he says in that. Watch the thing. Uh, one time I was on a train back from New York, and I heard, like, a Wall Street man talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was awful. He was like talking money stuff and he's like can't we just be happy that we made those i i don't i mean maybe he was just having a business call and it was fully appropriate but i remember getting weird about it he's just like (laughs) the guy from the business meme he's like yeah Yeah. business that guy actually kind of looks like giles he like he was kind of like 80s guy from futurama oh great yeah yeah. bonitis yeah Yeah. (laughs) my only regret is that I have bonitis? <laughs> Why do you think people say this is the worst Buffy episode? If you had to be... Ooh. Say like you were assigned that debate position. That I'm pro this is the worst episode? Yeah. Well, I will just hand it off to my co-debater, Stephen Ray Morris. That's it. Well, yeah, because... I mean, I just from an outsider perspective. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed this episode. Um, and, you know, it's in the same way that, like, I think Buffy and X-Files are kind of similar in the sense that they do have i mean i would say buffy has even just in the the short amount of seasons i've watched actually have more hits than misses than say x-files in the Mm -hmm. same amount of time uh as much as i love x-files um i think people might think this is the worst episode because which is weird to think because it's it if you want to say on one level it has like the pandery like yas queen kill all men like she like (laughs) hits him on the head at the end of the episode you're like oh that's like He's that's a patriarchy. Aw- well, that's, I mean, that's awesome. And it was a very satisfying moment. And I'm mm-hmm. actually glad they did that. And yeah. that, to me, was like my favorite part of the episode. But uh, I wonder if people think it's the worst episode because, I mean, it's just not really that satisfying because the the, the stuff with Will, I mean, and the stuff with Willow and Parker was like my favorite stuff from the episode where mm-hmm. she calls, because he's like a like level one Ted Bundy psychopath. <laughs> like, um <laughs> You know, but the, only level one. Yeah, like, yeah. level ten is when you start getting badges. Well, and, when you, know. you pretend that your arm's broken, and you're like, hey, can you help me? And then that's how he would trap his victims. But um, Jesus. But, he's on the podcast about it. Is that if they go murder by murder? Yeah, yeah. Can I make a suggestion for something for you to cover? Yeah. Uh, while I remember it, 
Uh, do you know about the Smutty Nose Island murders? No. Okay, so... I mean, I'm writing this down. Have you ever actually. heard of uh, Smutty Nose Beer? It's uh, a New England thing. No. Okay, it's probably just a New England thing. All right, so this, uh, off of the coast of New Hampshire, there is a group of islands known as the Isles of Shoals, and there was a murder that took place on the island of Smutty Nose. Oh, my God. Look it up. It's, like, gonna, a, it's a whole, like, New Hampshire lore thing. Oh, cool. And I, it's, like, from, like, the 1800s or something. Oh, it's, awesome. It's wild, and, like what happens kind of unclear and like a man hung for it but he didn't do it it's wild okay yeah. I, I wrote it down they can attest mm-hmm. yep. to our listeners okay, so back to your thoughts oh so I, was gonna say, out there. so uh so i was gonna say the end of the episode feels very satisfying in that kind of you know empowering kind of way but i think buffy doesn't get to have that actual confrontation with parker yeah that i think I would guess that maybe that's why fans don't like this episode because it's like your main character doesn't actually get to have a genuine cathartic moment with the villain. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of an afterthought that she... And then because she's under the influence of like the frost beer, it's like I can I can see that there's that level of agency that isn't there yeah. that kind of feels like... In, in just you were saying briefly that this might or might not be like kind of a one-off kind of episode... Uh, so it, maybe that's why that um, people don't like it as much because it's like it's like almost like a what if episode or something mm-hmm. like it feels too contained in a vacuum and maybe that's why people don't like it because if you yeah. were to cut it out of the story of season four you probably wouldn't skip a beat it's right? nothing changes yeah. like if you go right from fear itself to, to wild at heart it's, and and if you go right from fear itself to wild at heart. It blends. Yeah. It fully blends. Any Veruca stuff, we've already kind of gotten Veruca in a scene in Harsh Light of Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we already have the Veruca stuff. Yeah. We already, this episode, Parker, the whole scene at the end of Fear Itself where she's in the basement and they're all going to abandon you, we've already satisfied the feeling of Buffy's sadness about her one night stand with Parker. So I think that the reason that maybe this one... First off, I think the reason that people think it's the worst episode is because she turns into a cave person and says stuff like beer foamy. Um, which I think is the best part of it. Yeah. But I can understand from like a broad perspective being like, the dumb one, where she becomes a caveman. Yeah, where she just becomes a dumb, <laughs> not really slayer person. Well, yeah. It's this very personal turmoil under the guise of like a satirical episode. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like, again, like, partially dare. Like, you know, all the 90s shows had their, like, drug episode. Yeah, and Buffy's thing. does it in a silly way. Like, sure, we'll do the drug episode, but we're going to make them That you people. shouldn't drink if you're under 21. And they're like, I mean, you can. Right. And that's the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I kind of like You Xander. can even work there. Yeah, Xander's, like, <laughs> fake ID. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel biased, but I, I kind of enjoyed Xander with a mustache. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I, I kind of I kind of thought that it made him look a little bit more distinguished. It did. Yeah. As a mustache, as a legendary mustache haver. I, yeah. I, I appreciated it. I appreciated it. Yeah. The uh the M and the M and SRM stands for Stephen Ray Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but uh if you if if anyone out there is listening, JP Rakath, and wants to turn Xander pictures to having a mustache, it probably wouldn't take you that long. Yeah. It's up to you, though. Um, but I, uh, Omar, what do you think? Why do you think people say that about this? Why, why do you think BuzzFeed.com, enemy of the president, <laughs> thinks, that, <laughs> thinks that this episode, when they did their top to worst, this one, I don't think this one was the worst. I'm going to look that up. Uh, but it was of the la- it was like the bottom 10. Right. Of like 144 episodes. Wow. Bottom 10. I'm going to give you uh, an unsatisfactory answer. I don't know why. (laughs) I remember this episode so fondly from when I first watched it. Uh, And I think that what I love about this episode is that it does one of the ancillary magic things that a lot of shows struggle with. So it's not directly vampires exist, Buffy has to fight them. We do that dance every episode, right? Mm -hmm. Or if we're going to get creative... There's fish people, and, like, Buffy has to fight the fish people or whatever. This isn't Buffy fighting the magic bad that we're introducing to the episode. This is just another, like, if this is true, then what? Then an angry bartender would have a warlock brother-in-law 
would figure out how to like brew this beer that would or introduce chemicals into a beer that would turn people into cavemen. And then that would highlight these like antics of these college guys that love drinking. Mm. That's a solid pitch to me. Like I really can't wrap my head around why it's the worst out of so many. Maybe there's this an element of, and this is taking it in the context of the greater show, but like you could almost imagine in a world where this existed that it became a thing that people knew about and then would do on purpose. Like you'd take like your friend as a joke and get them drunk to like give them to turn into caveman, or you're like, I just need to unwind. I'm gonna turn into a caveman for a bit. Give yeah. me the black yeah. frost, you know? Like you could see that. Isn't that what we do? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Oh, oh I got the message of the episode now. <laughs> Fire bad. <laughs> Beer foamy. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I think also I, if I could do a rewrite on this episode, sure. obviously it's done and gone. Mm-hmm. Parker, not in it. Okay. Not in it. Buffy's feeling, okay, the part, maybe like she sees him briefly. Sure. I think that it's like Parker, Parker is the Owen that lasted a three episode arc. Owen is a character from season one. Yeah, you're right. And that's the problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Parker isn't someone that Buffy, we like, but Buffy being with, we're in a post-Angel atmosphere. And the, tense. Yeah, right. And the men, yeah, we're in a, yeah, we're in a P, yeah, it's a, it's AA mm-hmm. after Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, sorry, I just started thinking about AA. I mean, okay. the word, the letters, not that I'm like, it was not in a serious way. Uh, so <laughs> this would be the worst episode to out yourself Oh yeah, in yeah. regards to, yeah. Because you've been drinking this whole time. We've set you back. <laughs> I have, yeah. Don't worry about me. Um, so anywho, the, what am I saying? Oh, um, yeah. If you just did it as Xander is trying to fit in, so he finds his place as the bartender, Buffy is like, you know what? I'm going to embrace college. Yeah. And I'm going to drink. Like, if you didn't have the men be this, like, predatory men thing, if it was just college kids get hammered. Because also then, like, you could just have, like, Parker get knocked out by one of the cavemen in the episode. Yeah, and Buffy can still knock him out. Hey, did we ever find out about that guy who got his leg broken from the car? No, that never comes up ever again. And we never hear. Villain never comes up again. Uh, there's a lot of things yeah. that just Jack, Jack. No, Jack probably continued to run the bar yeah. and never got his comeuppance. No, ever. How are you going to prove that? How are you going to prove that he turned them into cavemen? Buffy I mean, had bigger who's the fish new to mayor? Fry. She does, and we have no idea who the new mayor is. It's like after the mayor is dealt with. I think that they. I think that in Sunnydale we just get rid of mayorship. We're like that didn't work out. Not a perfect system. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Wait, did you see the end of season three? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, I haven't seen this. Okay, I won't get into this thought thing because I don't want to ruin it for you because it's very special. Well, no, I mean, it's totally fine. Well, it's the mayor is, is dealt with in yeah. a very public way, in yeah. a way that must have made the paper. At but least didn't. page three. So the Hellmouth has a you know funny way of not making things public. <laughs> yeah. And in Angel, it's LA, so everyone's just like, eh. It really is not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. No. That's what I like about Angel, is magic is kind of casual. Yeah. Because no one gives a shit. Which is true. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't know. Like, I feel like you could do... like a, You could open up a portal to another dimension on Santa Monica in West Hollywood, and open it, and this tentacle beast will come out, and then you banish it back in and close the portal, and you'll turn and someone will go like... Hey, that was really cool. Where do you get incense around here, by the way? Because I'm really looking for some good frankincense or like something that says cherry. <laughs> like that would be the the Los Angeles reaction. No, they'd, or, see, like, they'd, they'd see a tentacle being go down and they'd be like, oh, I should really get some sushi right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> half off down at Crazy Rock and Sushi. It's half off all day. That's just the price. I don't think that's half off. I it's think that's just, just the price. yeah. Or could you say half off their now marked price? Maybe, I don't know. Half off of market price? Well, uh, well Vincent ne- price? Yes, half off so of Vincent price. So is it 50% price. off the 50% off, or is That's it 100% off? That's what I'm wondering. Because 50 plus 50 equals, correct me if I'm wrong, but you'd have to take the then 50% and then take 50% out of that. So it's 100% off. No, that's... <laughs> nope. I'll correct you if you're if wrong. I saw, if I ever get to open a restaurant, one day I'm going to do 100% off. 
But just for one free? day. And it's just everybody can come in. Oh, I thought that was the name of the restaurant. 100% off? What if it's you a free restaurant. just make it 100% off coffee? Okay. I don't think that'll put you too much in the hole. No. Coffee's pretty easy to brew. And people like coffee. People like coffee. I drink Trader Joe's free sample coffee. By the end of a Trader Joe's visit, I've had a full cup of coffee. I, want I, do, I, do, I do laps by the coffee. Yeah. I just like... That's how you do Sir, it. it's free. You don't need to be weird about it. It's <laughs> like, oh, like you have the mustache. And you know, like, like a fake mustache, a wig, yeah. and like all that stuff. Like, is that Stephen Ray Morris? Yeah. I know. I should start selling my, like Stephen Ray Morris branded mustaches. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh that's a good idea. Copyright. Patent. Patent. It's here. We'll, we can testify to it in court with this podcast. Yeah. I, it, it, could, it could stand. I hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> You're selling my likeness. I watched a woman FaceTime her way through Trader Joe's. And I thought to myself, tell me again that it's young people addicted to their phones when I'm watching an 80 old woman FaceTime her way through Trader Joe's. And that video has 2 million views. Wow. Do you watch people's FaceTimes? Uh, you can if they're calling you. So that shouldn't be that shocking. That should be straightforward. That should be a straightforward nursing and a half. YouTube project. Okay, great. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. What, okay. Here's yep. one big issue I have with this episode. Mm-hmm. Just one. I only. I really only have one issue with this episode. Um, it's the. It's this one. They're drinking an entire pitcher of beer and they're only eating peanuts. I feel like you gotta. That's freshman. Lack of common sense. But I feel like... Pat it. You gotta eat and drink, guys. You gotta pat it. You can't drink and be merry. You can't just eat and be merry. You You gotta gotta eat, eat, drink, drink, and be merry. Merry. I just... Merry. It comes in pints. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting another one. Um, But I just... I feel like a call... Like, again, we don't have that experience. Like... Even even when like even when we went to UCSB mm-hmm. and I could drink like after I came back from studying abroad like I actually didn't drink in the Ivy bars or even go downtown that much. No, why? I just but bought... I, I yeah we would just bars like, are expensive. We would go to Albertsons. Yeah, we would get just handles of vodka and yeah. orange juice, and then we would just drink that in our apartments. But like, so I, I feel like they're probably not. I feel like maybe that's the more. The unrealistic part about the bar is that it looks like a really nice old-timey bar. Yeah. But I feel like a student campus bar would probably be more like a cafeteria. Study hall, though, looked a lot like that. That's true, but so. it, wasn't, it wasn't part of the university. No, it was a I bar I feel like if it was a university town. bar, it would be much more of like a cafeteria. Yeah. And I feel like they probably didn't eat anything else because I just don't think that Jack gave a shit about the food. You know what I mean? He's, he's not going to make good He's phoning it in. Yeah, no. He's not even carding people. Yeah, no, it's not even. Just give him a beer. Mm. Just give him, give him a whole pitcher of beer to these under twenty-one year olds. Yeah, just, just give him the beer. Wow. Yeah. The uh, oh. my oh oh never mind. I was gonna say because the drinking age wasn't twenty-one until like the in all in like California, I think, till the seventies or the eighties. Um, it was moms around moms across America, right? Were the ones that standardized. Yeah. Each state. M A. Mad. Mad. No, yes. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. That's... Mothers Against Drunk Driving. M-A-D-D. Okay. Did you guys do D.A.R.E. in your elementary school? I don't yes, recall doing D.A.R.E. Yes, I don't we recall did. it. I did it. D.A.R.E., I think, needs a rewrite. Like a new, like for the new generation. Just a new approach. Like iPads? Because I think a... Doug's, is, D.A.R.E. was like, here are the drugs. And here's why you want to do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't do them. And it's like, Sorry. You and just they, told us why? And they had puppets, and they had, like... Or I had, like, people in costumes, and, like... I just oh, can tell nice. it's probably, like... like what was the D.A.R.E.? What does D.A.R.E. stand for? It was, like... Drugs are... Really? really everything. Drugs, drugs are really No, it stands really it, it was respect... It was attitude, respect, effort was the last Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. It was, like, uh... It's, it's, out, it's, like, different things you should be, right? Um, different looking, ages require... Education. Oh, Edu- dr- <laughs> yeah, drug abuse resistance education. Oh, that's okay. a lot more straightforward than I thought. Um, yeah, the Dare oh, yeah, program. It's... I mean, God bless the Dare program for 
Inspiring for kids. Trying. For, for the opioid ep- epidemic. I'll blame them for it. I, well, Dare? But, uh, you'll blame Dare? <laughs> well, no, but There's, they... I'm just kidding. No, no, but they did I blame it. the pharma industry. But they and did, Donald Trump, because you know what? Let's just throw him on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they did a study, and they said Dare really didn't make a difference. It helped. No, no, that it didn't make a difference. Oh, that it made it worse. <laughs> no, that it just didn't do anything either It just way. wasted all of our it's time. Yeah. It's just like we all had a bunch of t-shirts. There was something lots, that was effective of... when I was a kid that they were talking about smoking. And I remember two things about smoking cigarettes, which I still don't do. No. Good. So don't, don't. it worked. Me neither. Stop. He's got, a, he's got a cigarette in his hand right now. Hey. This isn't a cigarette. Hey, this, is, <laughs> this is a clove. Uh, so... <laughs> What the two things that worked on me were one, it was this video of these guys smoking. I'm like, what happens when you smoke? Oh, it cuts off your nerve like reception, so your hands feel cold. And then the guy's hands turned blue, and I was like, what the That's hell terrifying. is this Iceman nightmare? So that was one thing that worked. <laughs> out in the cold. <laughs> Take two and call me in the morning. Uh, some ice. <laughs> and then the second thing was this rumor that I think a teacher started, and so props to the teacher, because it definitely dissuaded me from smoking cigarettes my entire life, where I was like, oh yeah, if you smoke cigarettes, it makes your testes small. Whoa. I don't know where the math leads you to that Whoa. conclusion, but I was like, I don't need my testicles to be, be any smaller than they currently are, <laughs> as like a seven-year-old. And so <laughs> I... So the teacher should be fired. Uh, hey, but I guess it helped, so... If I can remember. I mean, I, I heard it from another student, but I recall it you originating it from a teacher. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, wow, I don't need... I need my genitals to um, function at my biological standard. And cigarettes <laughs> were going to stop that. And so... That's like, <laughs> that's like scared straight. Yeah. Oh, my God. You smoke God. cigarettes? Your balls are going to be small. Oh, that's that's so like scary. the thing growing up with, like, Mountain Dew or, like, um, Surge. Oh, Surge. Surge! Yeah. Such a great slogan thing. Us who grew up in the 90s don't get to rag on any future generations about being weird. Yeah. We were the weirdest. No, we lived in like a neon. Do you guys remember Dream Phone? Do you remember Dream Phone? It's a little phone. No, but I retweeted something by Julia Prescott today about Dream Phone. Was it the Jumanji one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Julia Prescott. I feel like we... I feel like we kids in the 90s lived the 60s as kids where it was like we weren't on drugs we were just like when you're a kid you are on drugs we saw all the people who were running tv on drugs but we just yeah all the people who were on tv on drugs cranking out nickelodeon and all this wild weird ren and stimpy because like now people are just like what is this show like i don't know this is a bad example i'm pretty outdated but they're like i don't know like fairly odd parents what is this show this show's so wacky we grew up with biker like... mice on Mars. Yeah. Let me repeat all those words for you one by one. Biker, biker mice. mice. Where are they? They're on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> are there mice on Mars? Are there bikes on Mars? No. So we put them together and we put them on Mars. <laughs> or street sharks. Are there any sharks on the street? I haven't seen them. They're in the street because they're eating it as they travel. That's how it was an infrastructure nightmare that rivals our current infrastructure nightmare. There's just a mayor that's like, oh, these street sharks, what are they doing to I my have city? To raise the taxes. And re- and Chippendale's rescue rangers. Look, Chippendale were mischief making, Christmas <laughs> ornament stealing thieves. The fact that they could have a private investigator's license, unrealistic. You know what I need? Uh, We're just tearing apart kids. Too, so <laughs> yeah, I mean we, I mean, we love them, though. Here's, I but it taught us that anyone can do anything. Even if you're a thief and you, ha- you make believe you're a tiny little Santa Claus so you don't get caught stealing from the Christmas tree, you can still grow up to fight crime. That's true. Nicholas. In America, <laughs> you can... I want... Tailspin, oh, so brought good. back, Please. starring, and I don't know in what role or capacity, but starring Bruno Mars. Oh my god, great <laughs> idea. Bruno, Bruno Mars as grown-up Kit. Oh yes! Oh, And, and, and Bill Murray as Baloo, to and, tie yeah, it in yeah. with the current Jungle Book universe. Absolutely. The I don't need to be live action. And like, Baloo like, owns, he doesn't fly anymore. <laughs> He owns like the bar, like the tiki bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. every like, there's one adventure where they're just like, "We need another plane up there." And then Baloo, they're just like, "Do you still have your goggles?" And he turns around and his goggles come down. And he's like, "I never lost him." Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 
I'm just imagining at the end of the when they're doing the Lion King when um oh yeah uh, Childish Gambino as Simba uh, Gambino. wait director um John Favreau Favre's John Favreau, Favreau. Favreau. Favreau's doing it. it's like the post credit scene is Zazu coming in on uh, Mowgli and Baloo being like I'm putting a team together. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I putting a team together. Who do we have so far? In the, we've got in this Jungle Mowgli, Book universe. Baloo. Well, we've got Jungle Book. We've got uh, Oh, they're gonna Belle, tie, they're gonna tie right? Beating the Beast, totally. We got Beating the Beast. <laughs> only Bell only all Bell is all we need from that movie. Really though. quick, and I don't want to make a big thing about this, we don't have to get into it. It wigs me out that Beauty and the Beast has so many British actors playing French characters. <laughs> Yeah, what happened That's to the? I think to it's me. just America and French. Did Te- we whitewash? Jean Reno is busy. We 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 no we Brit we Britwash French. Britwash. We Britwash. Yeah. It's like any adaptation of Les Misérables or The Hunchback of Notre Dame or we Britwash or Belle et la Bête is we just Britwash it because we can't quite handle the French because you know what the French we saved your asses in WW two. Yeah, but we <laughs> saved <laughs> your ass in WW three. <laughs> They ain't saving us. <laughs> Nobody's saving us. The only person that's saving us is Superman. Where are you? Zack Snyder killed him. That Justice League movie with no Superman? Ridiculous. And it's like, oh, but he's going to come back. It's like, yeah, but then you already ruined the surprise. Because obviously he's going to come back. The surprise See, this... is like the sweet-ass black suit that he's going to wear. He's going to have the mullet suit. Oh, what if the twist is that he comes back, but he's like bad? And he's I, actually It's good. a Boo. Snyder film, I'm pretty sure. Boom! You don't get the Justice League. He's going to be resurrected Zod-style. And he's gonna be bad in this one. And we then have to fight Superman. Then you're gonna make him good. And then he's gonna be like, dun, 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 Superman. Anyway, um, oh, I, I we uh, Sleeping Beauty's out, right? No, no, every every single one is being made. No, 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 but um, for this like a Disney Avengers live action thing. Yeah, I do because like Elsa Wonderland, Wonderland is, is not part of that canon, right? No, 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 no. different universe. Nope. Okay. Um, and then also, uh, they're, and, and they're making an Alice. They're Angelina making a new Jolie Alice. is not Maleficent. No. They're making a new Alice? You can't reboot you, a movie you made two years ago. Of course ago. you can. You don't think Melissa okay, Penn is part of this can. universe? I don't think that when they make the Sleeping Beauty movie that it will start. Because she's in the villain-verse, right? She's in the villain-verse, which never really fully Took kept off. itself as something clear. Because I want to see the backstory of the guy from Aristocats. What was his name? Edgar? Edgar. Yeah. You want to see that one? What's, what's I kind of want to see, like, I kind of want to see, like, the inside Lewin Davis of, Edgar? of Scat Cat. <laughs> You know what they say about Scat Cat. It's a new song, but it sounds old. (laughs) Everybody wants to be a cat. What if they get Great Mouse Detective and actually get Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, oh, to no. do a Sherlock on Sherlock. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Here's my Martin Freeman as as Dawson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I come on the Arista? Have you done an Aristocats episode yet? No. Pot Percast? No, no, no. I'm coming on. I'm sorry, did you ask, did you do an Aristocats version of the Percast? Yeah. Do you know the premise of the Percast? I do. We, we haven't but, really talked about uh, Aristocats that much. I think we're trying to find a way from because I'm not a cat person. But well, I, but we but want I, to have you on to to talk about the Cats the, musical. The yeah, Cats musical. But you know what? Actually, might even be more suited, or we could squeeze them both into one, yeah. or do two just for fun. Hell yeah! Is Aristocats, which I'm far more familiar with. That would be good because <laughs> I have. When did ever that was powerful negotiation. Yeah. You know what would be great to combine all the ideas we've all shared tonight? The one I just said. <laughs> Look, when you, when you want to ask somebody to be on your podcast, you get them on a different podcast and then ask them to be Ooh. on another podcast. But I was going to say... Because we got to get you on Charmed, I'm yeah, sure. Our Charmed yes. podcast, which we will do after the Sunnydale study group is concluded. Um, I was going to say... Did you I, might. When I, when I lived in Silver Lake... We'll just I, do Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones podcast. Game of Thrones Aristocats podcast. Uh, Game of Cats. But we'll do a Game of Thrones podcast just about all the different Game of Thrones podcasts. Anyway, go. <laughs> my God. Um, well, no, when I lived in Silver Lake, there was somebody in my, um, in my building who must have worked for Disney or worked for a place that got screeners from Disney because... They would just leave out tons of unopened DVDs of like I got the Aristocats, Fox and the Hound. Wow! Like they would just leave it out in the hallway and they're they're unopened, and so I got an Aristocats oh on DVD my because God, of that. So good. And Fox and the Hound and that um, what's the documentary like when Disney was sink animation was sinking in the eighties and the Little oh. Mermaid saved it. Oh god. Um, Tron, I believe it was called Tron. 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 Yeah, it was yep. Tron. The documentary <laughs> Tron. Uh, inside the magic cat. Matt would know. Something like that. Anyway. But yeah, Aristocats. Let's that's do it. That's awesome. Great. Oh, I had a thought that's relevant to the Buffy episode. Oh, yes. Let's bring it back to that. Um, so 
at NYU, we didn't really have college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great pitch for your school. <laughs> NYU, well, come here. Are you here? Yeah. Well, because the the college is kind of like scattered throughout the city. They're like the your the the campus is your is the city, and we're like, no, there's no campus. Our campus is a shared park with the public. It's kind of like when people say like a thing I've is your canvas. Washington Square Park. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of us. There's a lot of NYU kids there sipping coffee, but it's not ours campus. Right. Yeah. That's like me saying, um, well, anything is anything, really, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's that like, it's like the world is your oyster. Yeah. Like, what? If you pay $2 at a certain place, you can have an oyster. Right. I don't know if that applies to the rest mm. of the, the world. Yeah, no. But the place that I would go to experience college was my hometown, because a lot of my friends went to the college. Durham. UNH. Mm-hmm. UNH, University of New Hampshire. Go Wildcats. Um, and then... My college, NYU, was called the Fighting Violets, but then they changed it to the Bobcats because everybody thought uh, Fighting Violets was too weird, but nobody even really knew if we had sports. Or Bobcats. Okay. (laughs) Or Bobcats. What? (laughs) Yeah. Also, you don't... Why not do something New York specific like the Pizza rat? The Pizza... Oh my God, why was I also thinking about that? The well, NYU the fighting, pizza rats. Well, they were called the fighting violets, which meant two violet flowers fighting each other. Oh, it's like a domestic dispute. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I like that. Uh, but the bars you were talking about, how UCSB didn't have a campus bar. No, UNH did. Wait, oh, really? It had Whoa. three, and I know them because I've gone to all of them many times, but not as a student. Say them in reverse Even when you were rating underage? order. When you were underage too, or no? Uh, no, when we were of age. Oh, okay. I'm sure my friends got in underage, but He's, I... Chris is winking at me right now. Yeah. I was for all of the, age. Uh, for all the police listening, <laughs> it was overage. <laughs> 100 years old. All right, so there. Uh, from worst bars. to best, from worst to best, Scorps, Scorpions Bar, a.k.a. Scorps. Okay, it's the worst. Called, okay, all right, continue. Yeah. Uh... Second worst, I'm going to go with Libby's, but that was the one that you would like. I knew Libby's as a kid because Libby's by day is a restaurant and Libby's by night is a popular UNH bar. Why didn't Mo do that in Simpsons? He tried Mo's family feedback. Do what you're doing during the day. He uh, he could have. You know what? Season season 28? (laughs) Sounds like an episode to me. Okay. (laughs) And then the best, I would say, is The Knot. The K N O T. Okay. The knot is smaller than Libby's, but definitely the bar of UNH in my view. Do you think it's because East Coast schools are just older before those drinking ages were established? So when these colleges were around in the like back when drinking age was, are you alive? But before Perhaps. the seventies, because it's like yeah, because it's also the town of Durham. So it's like the people who live in the woods are coming into these areas to buy their image. groceries. Yeah. <laughs> So, I just imagine people walking out of the woods. But, but were these bars on campus, or were they? It was ca- campus adjacent. Downtown. That's a good question. It was kind of half campus because mm. there was campus, and, and kind of campus. I mean, like it's a street over in Barker, but it's Hall next to the market. It's technically place. owned by the campus of UCSB. Study Hall is right next to Embarcadero Hall. I would count it. Well, then that makes... I think it's pretty campusy. There's a sign for all the different UNH stuff. There's the gift shop for UNH. Oh, really? Okay. Interesting. You know, the liquor Could... yeah, the liquor store, rest in peace. You want to know something really scary about UCSB really quickly? Oh. And yeah. this might be spreading to other campuses. You remember the bookstore? Yeah. Yeah, it only exists in your memories now. It's gone. There's no bookstore? They don't sell books at the bookstore anymore. At, you don't the, get ca- te- at the campus bookstore? You don't get textbooks from the bookstore anymore. What? You, like, download them and stuff now. Jeez. Into your mind. You know what? The internet's <laughs> gotta it... go. Yep. Gotta Let's get go. rid of it. I or think we should. You can find... You can listen to this podcast wherever we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're just gonna do Fireside. Podcasts? Yeah. I would oh, love like to do a Fireside. Oral storytelling? Oral story- yeah. I, think we, I think we should get back to oral storytelling. Do you guys think... I see the hand getting close to the bell of yeah. the last oh, call. Oh, we were by the fire. See. We were by the fire, so it's like mm-hmm. when they were down in the cave. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also see my bladder getting close to the bell. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great. That's... <laughs> I feel like that's information we could have kept until the end of our extracurricular. Um, uh, <laughs> the question I have is, do you guys think that we are going to have a... Um, Lower see. drinking age? No, this... <laughs> 
This is, do you think there's going to be an earthquake that separates Los Angeles from the rest of California, and then we're just going to shut down the internet and electricity with a switch? Yes. Okay. Steven? Um, I mean, we won't need it anymore, because we won't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to be on our own island. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the switch is going to be off, and we're going to be like, no thanks, don't need to turn it back on. The Nintendo Switch? Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> and that is our last call bell, which means we're almost out of time. But before we do that, we're going to do an extracurricular activity, which means we're going to make something up on the spot inspired this episode. Could be a local commercial, could be a jingle, could be anything. What I'm thinking is, let's try a drunk rap. Like the okay, scene great. when uh, in Shaun of the Dead, they're walking out of the bar, and it's like, something like that. Just like a drunk, like it could be like maybe like even like a drinking song, but in the style of like a rap. So, uh, so we'll get it started. Should we make let's a see. beat? Yeah. you want to do i like beer because beer good buffy doesn't know what she's doing here because she wants these peanuts and the beer she's full of fear yeah what here we go yo parker hold on i don't know if i can drum and do this anyway, so do <laughs> yo Yo, Parker, I think your storyline could have been shorter. By shorter, I mean shorter. You are a real freaking porker. Always running at your mouth so bad. I think that you got some problems because of your dead dad. And you bring it up way too much. Always trying to get with Willow. Don't you know you're out of touch? I think that you need to put it all aside. I'm glad that this is your last episode. Because you know that even though you're spitting nice and big words, you're really just a chode, yo. Yo, you're such a mean dude, acting real rude, man. Sunnydale needs Sunnydale College, always going, trying to find the knowledge. But you know you're gonna just have to fucking live so squalid. That's what we gotta do, living up with Kwali, call him Talib. <laughs> Yo, Omar, spit it up. Yo, I got a sad story I wanna tell. I've just been through hell. My dad, he, he left. Got this bottle, I drank. I'm sad. What to do? Go to the bar, tell this dude. Here's my tail. What do you think? On oh, no a smoking, thank you. I'll order that drink. Yeah, be a bad. Yeah, be a bad. Yeah, be a bad. Be a bad. Perfect, and that we is our it. closing bell. We did it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for our discussion of Beer Bad, episode five of season four. Stephen Ramores, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me, for coming over and having some... Uh, we didn't learn our lesson, apparently, from this episode because we got some Goose IPA, we got some Allagash, and we also have some coffee, so... There it is. Mix um, your uppers and downers. Actually, yeah. don't. I don't. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, Stephen, where can they find you? Uh, they can always find me at Stephen Ray Morris on Twitter and Instagram. You can see all the fun podcasts that I'm working on. Uh, oh, the one podcast I didn't mention earlier, because we are starting season two right now by the time this comes out, uh, is Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. Uh, season two, where myself, uh, it's hosted by Molly McAleer. I produce it. Um, we watch Lifetime movies, and we comment on how ridiculous they are and fun. And you've covered uh, some Lifetime movies I've worked on. Oh, Actually, yes. All the lifetime movies. Oh, God, yes, time. I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starving in suburbia. Yeah. Also, you have a fan Instagram. Am I wrong? In oh, saying God. That? Why are you bringing that? this up right what now? What is that? SRM fan? The basis of Steven? What is I'm not going to stop the people from, uh, you know. No, you have to encourage the people. Encourage the people. That's how we uh, That's how we help. That's how Les Mis happened. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, you can always find me at Steve Ray Morris on Twitter and Instagram. That's where all the fun happens. Yep, that's true. And lots of fun, apparently. And you said Percast? Well, Percast, popular music, uh, pop music podcast, uh, you booze, you news, worst ever pod. Uh, yeah, I guess I do a lot of podcasts. Great. Great. Chris, where can they find you? 
Hey everybody, my name is Chris Bramante. You can find me as Amantioc on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and also as uh, the host of The Gauntlet, a gladiatorial RPG battle on Hyper RPG Twitch, which Omar and Steven have both been guests on. They're on the so same episode. Fun. So much fun. Everyone go watch it. Like, I mean, I had a blast being on it, and I feel like that translates. You were like a cat wizard, or what were you? Yeah, yeah. Like just, just a, no, you was a cat, cat rogue. Cat, cat rogue. rogue. You were the wizard that week. But I now, was, yep, 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 yep. But your energy is so infectious on that show. I feel like even if you've never played D&D, like you'll have a blast watching mm-hmm. it. So definitely yeah. check out Chris on And it. I hadn't played it until live on The Gauntlet. <laughs> uh, so come check out The Gauntlet. We are coming towards the end of our season where I will lead the top scoring team in a battle against the armies of Kraythicus Raktok. Um, you can also find me with musical improv group Robot Teammate. Look up Robot Teammate on Twitter. We have a new musical coming to the Hollywood Fringe Festival. It's called Turbulence. It is a uh, Earth versus Mars and the Intergalympics, a race around the sun. I play a mechanic named Mick Crivens. Um, and so, yeah, find us. We, uh, we perform on Geek and Sundry's Twitch on Fridays uh, at the Gather Your Party show. And then, yeah, those are the things. Hamilton's is kind of just sort of lives on in name at the moment but we might be mixtaping it up in the I future think, yeah, yeah. Ha- Hamilton's will come back to life at some point Hamilton's about to come to LA the still an important play uh, but that one's kind of winding down and then of course Sunnydale Study Group we're going to be at Whedon Con we have a panel at 11.30am on right. Saturday May That's 20th right. with our good friends Hellmouthy Can another wait. awesome Buffy podcast yes. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Omar, what about you? You can also find me at Omar Najam. You can also find me at Two Broke Geeks, uh, because tomorrow, from when you're hearing this, I will be officially kicking off Nerdy Worms, which is a brand new video festival where we are going to be making uh, a movie every other week. And uh, it's not a big thing. Don't be like, oh, I don't have a boom pole or whatever. We're going to be making movies with our iPads, our iPhones, our little cameras. If you have an old Canon ZR90 that's collecting dust in the back, you can use that. Anything and everything we're going to be using to make movies. There's even going to be opportunities to make movies with pen and paper. Ooh, that's so, cool. Yeah, we'll be doing that. Stay in some... Yep, it's absolutely. <laughs> uh, so check out uh, youtube.com slash 2 The prompt goes up on Wednesday, and I'm very excited and very passionate about this project. I am personally organizing all the prompts. We're going to have some guest prompts as well from folks such as Stephen Ray Morris. Hell yeah. So there's going to be some really good ones coming up. And as always, you can find anything and everything Sunnydale Study Group related at SSG Podcast. Again, that's at SSG Podcast or Sunnydale, Sunnydale Study Group on Facebook, Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram. Quick announcement, Holland Farkas can no longer do the podcast, unfortunately. We just want to inform you guys. She's off in the world making more incredible things. So she can no longer host, uh, but we just wanted to let you know that so it wasn't like a weird thing where you're like, wait, where did Holland go? She's she's doing her job. <laughs> well, should we cheers to that? Cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to beer bad and beer good. There it is. Have a great week, guys. Back every bags, back every books. Uh, don't drink unless you're uh, 21. <laughs> we'll see and you responsible. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week.